0: to another episode of Touring the ASC South. I am your host, Mike Patton, and on this episode, we're going to talk about a team that's going to be playing a lot of the AFC South teams. That would be the Atlanta Falcons. And I thought, who else can I bring on, talk that embodies the Atlanta Falcons, that breathes black and red, <laughs> that that wears black and red probably on a daily basis, one-on-one the beats, Dola the White. What's going on,
1: man? Man, thank you for having me here uh to talk about my lifelong uh tragedy of being an Atlanta Falcons fan. <laughs> I appreciate it. So but I, I love talking, I love talking about the Falcons. So man, I'm happy to be here for real.
0: Yeah, thank you for coming on again. We're gonna get to the Falcons, talk about you know the offseason, things like that, and more just a little later. But of course, opening up every show, we started off with the get off your chest segment. Now it can be about sports, football, anything, you know, basketball, whatever. It can be about anything. For this episode, we're going to go to the baseball. Yeah, we're going to go to the baseball diamond. We're going to talk about Nashville and baseball. Mm. Now, for those that have not paid attention, Nashville has been trying to get a baseball team for what seems like years. Years. Now, we built a new baseball stadium here for the, the Nashville Sounds. But unfortunately, I don't think that stadium is big enough for a professional team. So, you know, you have all these people that are buying in. You got Justin Timberlake talking about he's he wanted to kind of help bring the stars here. That's going to be the name of the team by the way, folks, I, I believe. But um you have Eddie George, you have got uh, Dave Stewart, the former uh, Oakland uh, Oakland A's pitcher, which by the way Oakland went to uh is going to Las Vegas. But uh the talk uh around the All-Star break was that they're trying to get, you know, Oakland, which they're going to Vegas again and Tampa Bay situated before they talk about expansion. But one of those teams that's talking about getting situated would be the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, in case you have not paid attention, they are one of the best teams in baseball this year. They're slugging the ball very, very well, pitching the ball very well, and they could very well make a run to the World Series. And they have, they have one of the worst, probably if not the worst stadium in the major league baseball. No, they don't have the worst. I'd say Oakland does. Anytime possums are coming out of your, your roof of your stadium, <laughs> Oakland's got the worst one. But yeah, definitely one of the worst stadiums out there. And if they don't get a new stadium and get it worked out, guess who could come calling? Yes, that's right, Nashville. The the Tampa Bay Rays could potentially come to Nashville. You know, it's, it's being rumored out there, talked about. Potentially we shall see what happens. But for me, you're going to bring a team that's World Series uh, potential, you know, in, in that team. It's always competing, even though they don't ever have the money to compete. You just try to figure out how they MacGyver their way to a, to a World Series every year. But they do. To bring that team to Nashville, I'm pretty sure there would be a lot of teams or a lot of a lot of players. I'm sorry. There are a lot of people there to watch those players and support those players and probably with all the money don't get to it. You never know what could happen and what it could be. You know, the only thing I'm wondering is where they're gonna put the stadium. I mean, they can't put it downtown, in my opinion. Uh, you've got to put it like on the outskirts. Is it gonna be in East Nashville? What are they gonna do with the stadium? I have no idea, but you know, it would be interesting if the Tampa Bay Rays moved to Nashville and become the Music City stars.
1: What do you think, way I think if they did that, that attendance problems are over. Uh, Nashville gets behind their sports teams quite a bit, and uh, it's a great sports city. Um, so, yeah, so I, I think that's, that's an easy win. I think no matter what baseball team you bring here, I think it's going to do well. Uh, but I think if you bring an already established organization that is already winning here and making it push for postseason and beyond – uh the city's gonna go crazy, man. And and that solves every problem you have there in, in, in Tampa. So uh yeah, I, I say do it, go for it, make it happen. Sign me there up. There we go. There we Even go. Even though I'm a Braves yeah, fan, yeah. technically, but sign me up <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
0: well, I'm a, I'm a long suffering Cubs fan, so you know, hey, yeah. you might wanna sign me up for that too. So
1: <laughs> You guys won a World Series, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, we did, we did, but you know, Recently, in your lifetime, it, it, the Falcons Think have of never all the years that we didn't ever. go
1: anywhere. <laughs> yes, but you <laughs> won one. I just want to see my Falcons win one time, one time, and that's it. I can rest. I can rest. Well,
0: I will tell you this. If they win one, you know, they're going to have to kind of expand the rooms in your house, the doorways, because your head's going to be yeah. so big, you're not going to be able to walk through them. <laughs>
1: I'm, I'm going to cry. I'm going gonna, gonna to be real emotional and I'm just going to cry. I'm going to drop to the floor. And then that's, that's going to be my celebration. Like when, when they were, and I hate to bring up the Super Bowl, but when we were in the Super Bowl the last time, I sat in my house by myself. My wife was pregnant at the time. She, she was up uh, on the top floor of the house and I was on the bottom and I was just watched the game alone in solitude. I didn't answer. I didn't text. I, didn't, I was just locked in on the game. And uh, yeah, we all know how that went, but Maybe I should have had a party. I don't know. But we all know how that went. Yeah, And, and the yeah, NFL and tweeted, the way, tweeted the whole game out today, too. So, Oh, Thank you.
0: man. Just way to twist the knife. <laughs> way to twist the knife, yeah. NFL. But, hey, uh, Danny yeah. Thompson, if you're watching or listening, I didn't bring it up. I'm just going to yeah, say yeah. I did not bring it up.
1: <laughs> I didn't either. I, I, was, I wasn't even thinking about the game until the NFL tweeted the entire game out. Of all the games that have been played in the NFL history, they just chose that one and tweeted it out today. But here we are.
0: Why don't they just put it as a thread? I mean, geez, come on. Get to the new things. Come on, man. Come on. Man. New... Come on. <laughs> but uh, Where's DJ the IJ Hopkins going to
1: play next year? Tell me that. Like, why you got to right. relive old stuff, you know? <laughs> right, right.
0: So, want to get to, of uh, course, you know, get over to the Atlanta Falcons since we are talking a little bit of Atlanta right now. Um, of course, you're in Nashville. You've been in yeah. Nashville forever. <laughs> 22 years. Yeah, 22 yes, years. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. You've you been in Nashville ever since, Uh, let's see. I was in
1: college when you came to Nashville. Right, wow. yeah, I was. I was <laughs> fresh out of college, so we're not far apart in age. So that's good to know.
0: <laughs> but yeah, you know, everyone that knows you knows you're a Falcons fan. So uh, you know, you're facing the AFC South this year. So yes, we're gonna get to these matchups. Of course, you know, want to talk about the Falcons, and we, we kind of want to talk about the draft. And they had an interesting draft pick to start. They did with Mister Bijan Robinson. Yeah. Now I think I know your feelings on this draft pick when it first mm-hmm. happened, but you know, for those that don't know, go ahead and kind of give them your thoughts on what you thought about this
1: pick. I, I thought it was, I, I thought it was the pick of a team that just had every position filled, and not the team that has needs on it, like the Falcons roster. Uh, I, I, we had Tyler Algier who last year as a rookie. Rushed for a 1,000 yards. He looked great. He did everything. We still have Corderell Patterson. We have Drake London on, and Kyle Pitts. And uh, what's the dude's name that we just got out? Mac Hollins. Uh, so, I mean, I felt like the offense was – we haven't had a defense. I can't remember the last time we had a defense. It was probably the first time we went to the Super Bowl, the last time we actually had a decent defense, which was in 98-99. So, uh, I thought – I mean, um, I thought we should have done what Philly does and just – pick Georgia defensive players the entire draft (laughs) and uh, we didn't do that for whatever reason. Uh, But I mean, you see where Philly is and you see where we are right now. Um, Having said that, it's kind of exciting. I kind of see what they're doing there. You you got a quarterback that you're not quite sure about, um, a third round pick in Des Ritter who looked better every game that he played, but didn't really light it up last year. You're in a run first offense. Uh, but you've got a lot of weapons now, and you've got a lot of playmakers on the side of the ball. So um, Des Ritter just needs to get the ball to those playmakers to make things happen. He'll make himself look a little bit better. And then, while wow, he can kind of work on his own game. So I get what they're doing, but at the same time, it would have been nice to have a defense for once. It been nice, especially with Calais Campbell there. You know what I mean? Kind of coach some guys up. You know what I mean? It would have been nice. It would have been nice. That's going
0: to be funny. When the first time you hear Klaes Campbell talk after a game, you know he talks like his voice is kind of going away. Yeah, <laughs> he'll probably talk like they will probably be talking like that the entire time It'd be. It, it's you just don't expect that voice to come from him. You expect Barry no. White. You don't expect uh, a guy sounding so hoarse to come from him.
1: You yeah, know. no, he's
0: yelling all day though. So I mean, I feel him. Yeah. I That's true. Time That's though. true. Yeah. Now after the Robinson pick, uh, I gotta ask. Uh, you know, they went uh, with uh, all defensive guys and offensive linemen pretty much. Mm-hmm. Now, after that pick, would you say they kind of got the places where they need to get?
1: Yeah, they they started kind of looking at the trenches at that point, and we're like, all right, this is where we're weak at. And I get the Robinson pick because I, I think a lot of a lot of draft analysis said he's probably going to be the best player in this draft. It's just at a position that we didn't really need. Um, so I I get it on that on on that part. But yeah, the rest of the draft, I think they kind of addressed some things that they definitely needed. I just think they could have addressed it with a better player with that first pick. You know what I mean? So, but
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah, it happens. It happens. Yeah. It ha- happens.
1: happens a lot know. to us. It seems like, Oh, yeah. oh man, I, look,
0: I, I didn't say it. That's all I'm going to say, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, as far as uh, the rest of the offseason, season, we're going to talk about that, you know, John and Smith and uh, a few other pieces. That- a shift, a shift is something that happens and changes the dynamics. And that's what happened when Garrett Logistics was born. After 10 years as a sales pro in the logistics world of sporting goods, John Garrett decided to pivot to the world of freight and start a brokerage. So you're saying to yourself, why trust Garrett Logistics? Well, Garrett Logistics helps shippers improve overall workflow along with increased on-time pickup and delivery percentages. Last-minute loads, multi-drop pickups, and more are part of the services with Garrett Logistics. They're available Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Saturday, 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. All times Central Standard Time. So give them a ring at 615-400-8484. That's 615-400-8484. Or you can email them at john at garrettlogistics.co or visit their website at garrettlogistics.co. Garrett Logistics, where the motto is, it's not just freight to us. It's your business. All right. Thank you, Garrett Logistics. Uh, you know, of course, you know, you're moving anytime. You know, you may want to holler at them, man. They get you from A to Z real quick, man.
1: There you go.
0: There <laughs> we go. There we go. Now, of course, uh, getting from A to Z, you know, with the offseason, the Atlanta Falcons definitely did that with a few things they did. You know, they traded Spend for Johnny Smith. Yeah, they traded yeah. for John Smith, though. I did like that that move because, you know, you're reuniting him with the guy that made him the best version of himself and Arthur Smith. Um, then, of course, you got Tyler Heineke as the backup, bringing him back home to Georgia. And yeah. Then you got Goliath uh, Campbell. You bring him in. You got Jesse Bates from Cincinnati. Yes. Well, you know I, I know, I know that excited you when you saw that.
1: Yes. It's the big one that was the big fish this, this offseason matt and calais i think were the were the were the two best were my two favorites anyway
0: right then you did i uh, will say this though you did get two wide receivers that uh, one one that you know is a bigger guy and one that's kind of more of a mm. uh speed guy and uh, you know the speed guy Scotty Miller from Tampa Bay so you saw him from afar yeah. and now he's part of the team and Matt Collins which uh to me he's like a six foot four so basically what you're saying is you've got a basketball team out there um you know I'm yeah. just wondering Who's going to go out there and dunk on the on the field goal goal post first? Who's going to do it first?
1: I mean, I I think I think when you look at when you look at the talent, you look at you, Kyle Pitts and Drake London. If Kyle Pitts can return to what he was in twenty twenty one and continue building on that in his in his rookie season, I think you know that's a, that's a lot of size on that field, and and Des Ritter doesn't have to be that accurate to get them the ball. He can get them get it near them, and they'll be able to. To 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 make plays and, and bring the ball in, so I'm excited about. It, especially, I'm I'm most excited about Drake and Kyle playing together with Des Ritter because uh, we didn't get to see that last season. Uh, Kyle was out when when Des came in, and I think I, I judging by the way that 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 Desmond Ritter was able to find Drake London more, I would suspect he would have found Kyle Pitts more than uh, Marcus Mariota did. Um, so I'm excited about that. I'm excited at the fact that that Des and Drake, they seem to be like they're young kids that seem to like really work hard and want to do this. So those are the two I'm most excited about probably is, is Kyle and, and Drake. Uh, but yeah, Matt Collins, I, I'm not familiar with his game much at all. Uh, so, you know, it'll be heard good things. I think he had what, like 600, 700 yards, something like that last year. So I think that'll be a good, a good addition in the number two wide receiver, but it, it, it's, it's a weird setup when you've got a, a solid number one in Drake London. And then you've also got this crazy talented tight end in Kyle Pitts. It's like, where does a number two and a number three, you know, wide receiver really fit in, especially when you already have, you know, Cordero Patterson, uh, Tyler Algier, and now Bijan Robinson in the backfield as well. That's a lot of, a lot of guys that that can do a lot of things with the ball. So I'm excited about that.
0: Well, here's the thing, looking at their offense, to be honest, the thing is. I could damn near play quarterback for him. The thing, <laughs> it, 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 there you go, there you go. And the thing is also, they can also play multiple positions because you got yeah. you guys that can play wide receiver, running back, do different things. You got Kyle Pitts, you can line up on the end, you can line them out wide. Yeah. You got John Smith, you can line up as an H-back, a, a running back sometimes, as he did for the Titans, um, yeah. and you can do a lot of different things with those pieces. but. But we did have a question from the uh, ASC South uh, inbox from Danny Thompson, matter of fact. Uh, oh, he, said, uh, it, he said, what's your thoughts on how we use uh, CP84 now that we got Robinson in the back? With? Which CP84
1: is Cordero Patterson. for those familiar?" Yes. Awesome. I, I honestly have no idea how they're planning to get all these guys the ball, man. It just seems <laughs> like there, there's it's just so many offensive weapons there that, like, I don't even know how, you, how we're going to get them all the ball. I think it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I I think if there's one thing as a Falcons fan, you have to be excited about is probably that it's like, Hey, like, can we get these guys the ball? How do we get these guys the ball? How creative is this thing going to be? Uh, but, but it all kind of rests on the back of of Des Ritter. Like, can he get them the ball? Uh, I think that he can do enough to get them the ball. Um, that remains to be seen. So that's kind of the big question mark, man. We know, we know we have the playmakers there. It's just a matter of getting them the ball.
0: Right. Right. And uh, one thing I was going to mention, too, is that um, this team, the way it's built, plays into what this is like Arthur Smith's wet dream right now. Yeah, like, I think it is. That's, what, uh, you Dijon, know,
1: that's what I took yeah. we John Robinson's pick as. I'm like, what are you doing? We have <laughs> Patterson out here. Like, what is this? What, and it's, him, it's like if you gave it, it's like a, almost like a Madden draft. Like, you know what I mean? Like he, <laughs> you
0: know, what he yeah. did. Yeah, I agree. He literally, like, uh, you know, the thing that, that he did a lot when he was with the Titans is he basically used a bunch of mismatches. I'll give you a play. I'll, I'll use this play all the time. You had A.J. Brown. He was lined up on the outside. You bring a, a wide receiver in motion that actually bumps out the corner on the outside to the outside guy. Now you've got the guy on the, the the slot corner on A.J. Brown, which is the ultimate win for A.J. Right.
1: Brown. Basically,
0: yeah. he runs a wheel pattern. A.J. Brown catches a wheel pattern touchdown down the sideline I mean yeah this is the kind of things I envision with this offense and that's why I think this offense can be really
1: really scary I think they can be one of the top officers in the NFL
0: I definitely
1: I do, do too think. I do too because I and I keep it, everybody keeps coming back to Dez but I'm like Des doesn't have to do that much he just has to be good enough with everything that's around him and the offensive line is decent as well we were able to to maintain our offensive line so I I mean, I don't want to get cocky and say that, hey, we're going to win X amount of games because we're still the Falcons, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I feel better about this team going into this season than I probably have in a long time.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. I do want to ask you as well, you know, I, I, specifically with the wide receivers, the wide receiver core. Of course, you got the basketball team, and then you got yeah. Scotty Miller. Uh, yeah. Scotty Miller is a foot nine guy. You know, he's a speed guy. But how important do you think that guy can be? Because he's pretty sure-handed and he can fly. So do you think I, he's probably going to be a very, very essential piece to this offense?
1: I think he could be, yeah, because I think we need somebody to kind of stretch the defense and somebody that can, that can go over the top. And I don't know that Drake London or Matt Collins is that guy. I don't know that they're going to, you know, win a foot race, like, you know, Julio used to, you know what I mean? Uh, and, and I think you need that guy to, to, to take those deep shots. So I think that can be very important, especially we lost uh, Olamide Zacchaeus over the, uh, over the off season as well, who, Technically should have been our slot receiver. He ended up being number two, sometimes probably number one last year, depending on what Drake was, you know, when Drake was getting acclimated. But, uh, yeah, we, we need that guy. We really do. And, and, and I think that I'll um, definitely help out, you know, playing in the slot, going deep, blow the top off the defense. We, we need that kind of guy. So we, we honestly just don't have it. Yeah. Not in the I'll wide receiver old. position anyway. We have it in Bijan yeah. yeah. and Corderell, but not at the wide receiver position, I don't think. Right. One
0: thing I was going to mention too, if you're not familiar with any Mac Collins tape, just go watch the game he played against the Titans last year. That'll okay. show you all the yeah. tape you need. Cause he definitely, yeah. that was his, that was up. probably his highlight game <laughs> of the year. All right. Love right it. there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <He> definitely. <laughs> was. Not trying to dig it. Not trying to dig at the Titans. Sorry, Titans <laughs> he definitely, he definitely showed out that game. I mean, he could not be good. Yeah. For it, it was yeah. unbelievable. But, um, we we'll switch over to the defensive side of the ball. You know, you got Clayus Campbell, and then also a guy we didn't mention was Bud Dupree. Goes from the Titans yeah. to the Falcons. So, yeah. you know, both guys are veterans and can bring leadership. So, what do you what do you kind of uh, you know, expect to see from them on the field besides the leadership?
1: So, I'm I'm hoping if I, I think Bud Dupree still got another couple years in him if he can stay healthy. So that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for, for health and wealth for Bud Dupree. Like, just stay on the field. And I, th- I think that's a good pickup. Calais Campbell, I mean, I think the guy is just I, – I don't understand how he's still going at the – playing at the rate that he's playing right now at, at his age. You know what I mean? And uh, hoping he doesn't slow down. But even if he does take a little step back, a little slow down, uh, I, I remember the year we went to the Super Bowl. I hate to bring that up again. But uh, we had Dwight Freeney that year. And it was the only year that, that Vic Beasley – had as as a solid player you know what I mean he led the leading leading sacks that year uh and then Dwight Freeney was no longer part of the team and Big Beasley diminished you just feel like guys like that can make such a difference on the younger guys and that's kind of what you want from Calais Campbell is to kind of coach up the younger guys and he's playing there with Grady Jarrett too and Grady Jarrett is still great you know so um Grady Jarrett and Calais Campbell on the same defensive line I'm uh, sign me up for that man like I'm I'm Probably the best defensive line we've had in twenty years. Just, just with those two alone, you know what I mean. So, um, yes, yeah. Yeah, I'm up for that. I'm, 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 I'm ready to go with that for sure. <laughs>
0: yeah, it'll be interesting to see what, uh, you know, 185 year old class. Uh, I'm just joking. I'm just <laughs> no, he, joking. But he he's old, been around he's still, for a while, a, though.
1: Yeah, he's like the Tom Brady of defensive linemen. Like he just still <laughs> keeps playing at a high level, dude. Like I don't know how he's doing it, but it defies age, and he's doing it. So I'm not complaining. Okay.
0: There you go. There yeah. you play until they don't want you anymore. Yeah. But uh, one guy that, speaking of, didn't want anymore, the Detroit Lions didn't want Jeff Okuda. Uh, yeah. Jeff Okuda actually got traded to the Falcons from the Lions. I mean, the Lions kind of gave up on him. Of course, he got a couple injuries there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, He's going to get a chance to be the second corner opposite of A.J. Terrell, who's yeah. you know an all-pro corner. Uh, what is your confidence level that he can actually step in there and be the guy?
1: Out of 10, I'd say six and a half out of 10 would be my confidence level. Uh, I think it's a good pickup, and I think it's a good gamble to take. Uh, we did let go of Casey Hayward, which I thought was a little more – I felt a little better about Casey Hayward, even though he was injured most of the season last year. I, I felt a little better about Casey Hayward than I would uh, Jeff Akuda, But um, the the talent is there. It's just a matter of – he played well last year. Jeff did like he, he he had a good season. His best season, I believe, was last season. Uh, I, I, and um, I, I'm just hoping that that it works out because somebody on the Falcons is always getting burnt. So just don't just just don't let that be you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say somebody. this
0: though. Yeah. I will say this though. That was his first season. Uh, probably last year that he was actually more healthy Same. to be honest. Yes, so, true. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see exactly. what happens there. But uh,
1: fingers crossed. You no, know, we
0: do. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, we're going to take another uh, quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to dig into the AFC South, the teams you're going to be facing. Your Atlanta Falcons are going to be All facing right. on, on to an AFC South with their host, Mike Patton. You ever miss your mom's home-cooked meals? Well, you're not always able to get to those, but you are able to get to HNT's home cooking. Established in 2005, Patty Palin and her staff go out six days a week to create... Some of the best homestyle meals you can taste, and at a fair price. So if you're in Nashville and you like chicken and dressings, green beans, macaroni and cheese, and other things, stop by HT's T's Home Cooking. Their address is 2264 Borough Pike, Nashville, Tennessee 37217, and they are open Monday through Thursday and Sunday, eleven to six thirty, and Friday eleven to seven. And if you want to order online, of course, the option is available as well at hthomecooking.com. Or you can call 615-367-0049. H&T's Home Cooking, food for your soul. Yeah, that's going to be h uh, ts Home Cooking is going to be uh, food for my soul come Sunday, man, because I'm definitely stopping go. through. Man. Man, look—they got some. Uh, they got caramel cake over there too, man. Is it vegan? No, it's not vegan. Uh, okay, I uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll I'll tell you about it. I'll just tell you about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely getting back to the uh, football talk. Of course, uh, you know football is go with food, by the way. But that's another story for another day. Um, we are going to talk about the AFC South, which is are the teams that the Falcons will be seeing in the AFC South. We're going to start with the Tennessee Titans, of course. Um, It'll be, you know, teacher versus uh, pupil, actually. Dr. Smith versus Mike Vrabel, which will be an interesting matchup. Uh, For the first time, I believe, they've matched up in the regular season against each other. So um, it's going to be a lot of physical play. It's definitely going to be that. And it'll be on Halloween, I believe, or Halloween weekend. Yeah. Halloween weekend, yeah. So, the how does how does uh, speaking of Halloween, you know, you know, there's movies like Saw, and there's you know, there's Jigsaw, there's Jason, mm-hmm. there's Freddy, and then for opposing defenses, there's Derek Henry. So, does it concern you that your defense has to go against that big of a man on Halloween weekend?
1: I, yeah, I mean, I, I think when you think about the Titans, especially over the past, what, five years or so, you got to think about Derrick Henry. And, and you also like see those insane workout videos on like Twitter where he's doing things that are like literally impossible. And you're like, you can't, that's, that can't be real. But uh, the guy's a machine, man. You know what I mean? The guy's a machine. And, and I remember the last time, last time we played the Titans, uh, Mariota was still the quarterback. But it was A.J. Brown's coming out party. It was like the first time A.J. Brown was – and he, like, killed us. A.J. Brown killed us uh, in the Georgia Dome. Or that the was probably the Georgia Dome. I don't know if the Mercedes-Benz Dome was, was there yet. But anyway, uh, so we're due up to win this game. So Derrick Henry aside, I think it's the Falcons' turn. I think we come into Nashville and we win that game. Even though you didn't ask me my prediction, I'm giving it to you anyway. I think we are do up. I think we're, th- we're going to get retribution for the – I think this is going to be the B. John Robinson show. I think this is going to be his coming out party. He's going to come out and run all up and down the field. And uh, that, that's my prediction for the, for the falcons Titans game. And I'm going to be the most hated man in Nashville that entire week because I am talking Monday through Friday that week uh, while I'm on air. So, yeah. All hated right.
0: Well, all I can say is this, man. Please let them win for your sake.
1: uh, I'm used used to them losing, so it's not a big deal. If they lose, I'm just like, all right, this is the Falcons. This is what we do. You know what I mean?
0: (laughs) All right. So Jeffrey Simmons as well. We're going to flip over to the other side. Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah. Now, the offensive line for the Falcons hasn't necessarily been the greatest of of things for them. So Mm -hmm. them seeing Jeffrey Simmons on Halloween can get a little scary, don't you think?
1: I think so, yeah. But I also think that they got – they took a step in the right direction last year. They got better. Um, the the run blocking – stronger run blocking than we are in pass blocking. Um, so, yeah, Jeff, I mean, Jeffrey Simmons is a difference maker, man. I mean, he's just that guy. He's probably – I would say probably the best D lineman in the, in the game right now. Like, I don't know anybody playing better than Jeff Simmons. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't say that, man, because like, I'm, I'm going to um, catch you. Aaron Donald, man. Aaron Donald. Okay. Okay. Aaron Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Chris Jones.
0: And then there you go.
1: Aaron Donald is legendary. Is he better than Jeff Simmons right now? Yes. Yes. You still think so? Okay. Any any any
0: man any man that trains with knives to do his pass (laughs) rushes is better than Jeff
1: Simmons. No, no slight to
0: Jeff Simmons, but that's just dangerous. You train with knives to get ready for the
1: NFL. You got right, I mean, the
0: first vote,
1: man. Jeff Simmons <laughs> top three, easy, right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah easily yeah, top yeah. Three. okay. All right. So anytime you're going against one of those guys, you know, you're obviously going to game plan for him, And that's a scary thing to see, uh, especially with an inexperienced quarterback back there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, hopefully, hopefully, you know, they, they get a couple reps in before, uh, you know, before Halloween weekend and uh, get it together. But Jeff Simmons is a scary guy for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. Definitely, definitely. Another another team that's uh, scary in the other direction for the last okay. few years has been the Houston, Texas. They've yeah. been. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been a it's been a house of horrors down there for them. Uh, yeah, so as far as their team, you know, of course, they bring in new players. They got a, a brand new quarterback to me, the most talented quarterback that was in the draft. Uh, in and you've got then you've got. You've got Petrie at safety, which is uh, the guy from last year. He's, uh, he's to me, I believe he's going to be an all pro safety eventually. You've got um, Stingley at cornerback, which I'm still kind of iffy on him, but he is talented. Um, and then you brought in a bunch of different guys. You got in there, Will Anderson on the, on the outside. Mm-hmm. I mean, you bring in a uh, Jimmy Ward, a veteran from the 49ers defense. And then you bring in D'Amico Ryan as the head coach. Now, I'm not saying that D'Amico Ryan is going to play, but they're going to embody something of him on that field. So, is that kind of consistent with that defense and potentially him making some things happen there?
1: Yeah. Do you have the date of that game? Because I would rather play that game earlier. I would rather. I would hope that that's an earlier game in the season than a later game in the season. I I don't have the date of of that game. Okay. I I think Houston's probably one of those teams that's going to start off Houston but, like, end – a little bit better you know what i mean especially with with a first-year head coach like D'Amico ryans i think that they're one of those and cj stroud's gonna need to get some some games under his belt and i can see them at the end of the season kind of even if even if they're not winning games i can see them pressing to win games towards the end of the season when everything starts falling in place so uh that's one of those games that i really hope is is you know at the Top of our schedule rather than the bottom because uh, I don't want to. I don't think I want to see them. If Demiko Ryan is a, is a good head coach, I think we all think he probably is. I don't really want to see them at the end of the season after after they've been under his under his wing for a while. Right, right.
0: Another team uh, I would say that actually could get better as the season goes on would be the Indianapolis Colts, especially uh, with a guy named Anthony Richardson at quarterback yeah. and him and uh, uh, Shane Steichen. Which for those that aren't aware, Shane Steichen was a guy that worked with. Uh, Herbert out in Los Angeles, and he also Mm. was the guy that was there with Jalen Hurts. So imagine what he could potentially do with this walking box of talent. So does it kind of concern you?
1: No, not this season. (laughs) Next season, maybe. Not this season. I think Anthony Richardson, I think he needs a season, a full season in the NFL before he's really, really ready to go. Uh, and maybe I eat my words. Maybe you play this back after we play the game. You're like, remember what you said here? And I'm like, okay, my <laughs> bad. Uh, but he, but I, I think he needs a, a full year, uh, uh, you know, to go through it and, and to get it done before he can to, can really blossom. So, uh, I think we win the Colts game. All right, call him right, you know,
0: all I'm right, three and oh,
1: right now against the South. Jag scary. <laughs> I know that's where we're going next yeah definitely definitely
0: but you know one thing he uh he can beat a lot of people with is uh sounding like barry white anthony richardson's got that on
1: top <laughs> but uh
0: <laughs> but uh you know of course we do have to talk about jacksonville and you, you know the former player that played calvin for the ridley. falcons is yeah. now there and yeah. you take out marvin jones senior you put in calvin ridley to an already explosive offense last year i mean you had christian Kirk and evan ingram had have career years You had yeah. Zay jones in the slot you had Agnew, who was a forgotten about guy, who was explosive in the, the running the football, or at wide receiver. You had, you know, running backs. Then you had uh, Trevor Lawrence. I mean,
1: I just mean, all of Sheldon those Bush different being beings. the guy that we thought he was, right? Like, yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. They, they had an unurban Meyer him, and now he's now he's Trevor <laughs> Lawrence again. So, uh, yeah, I think I, I Jacksonville is scary. I don't. I don't know how Cal- Calvin Ridley hasn't played football in like two years now, like a year and a half. Like it's he was he took that mental break I think early in the season uh, in 2021, and then of course was suspended last season. I'm interested to see how he works out. Like I, I know he's still he's only 28, um, but I'm interested to see how he works out. I, I think he got and I'm this is no shade to Calvin Ridley. I think he's extremely talented, but I also think he benefited from being across from prime Julio Jones on the other side of prime Julio Jones, you know what I mean? So um, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see how he I, that, that's one player I will be following on another team just to kind of see how he's doing, just cause I'm interested to see, like, can you come back from the past two years where you really haven't played at all? So I'm, I'm interested to see that.
0: It's definitely going to be uh, interesting. Oh, one thing I did forget about, uh, by the way, when I talk about the Colts, you know the Colts don't have they really have a lot of uh, cornerback depth, so I'm pretty sure your your basketball team of wide receivers yeah. are going to be you know dunking all over those those cornerbacks yeah. potentially. But uh, in Jacksonville, <laughs> they actually have an issue with their second corner because Tyson Campbell is their you know their their stud corner, but nobody on the opposite side, so they kind of have a little bit of the same issue that the the Falcons have. So to yeah. me, it's going to be an interesting interesting thing to see who can take advantage of. Whoever, on what side?
1: I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, I think Trevor Lawrence might kind of be the X factor in that one. Uh, I I just don't see the guy taking in taking a, um, a step backwards, not not with Doug Peterson as the coach anyway. And uh, I think it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be a tough game.
0: Well, definitely I would yeah. say this. Uh, are you comfortable if this game becomes a shootout? Because you know the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be
1: able to put up points. So are you comfortable yeah. if that happens? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think our only hope this year is to be in shootouts. Uh, I, I think we're gonna have, we're gonna try to they're gonna we've got all those offensive players. We we drafted Bijan Robinson in the first round to score points. And so if they're not doing that, they're failing. You know what I mean? So I mean <laughs> right. if I mean that's just what it is. Like when you make that yeah, your first right. draft pick. And you add it to you already have a, a decent running back room and you just drafted this guy instead of a defensive guy. You're doing that to score points. And if you don't score points, you are failing. So that's it. Yeah. We got put them. up. That's true. That's true.
0: That's true. Well, we have reached the end of uh, all the questions about football in terms okay. of, uh, you know, the basic questions about the Falcons and the AFC South. But there is always a game at the end of the show. It's five right, questions, it. two answers and one choice. Uh and now you are in the hot seat for this one. Are you ready? All right, I'm ready. Let's go. All right, Jermaine Dupree or Lil John. You got one song you gotta get written. Who are, and it's gotta be a hit. Who you going
1: okay. with? Jermaine Dupree. Okay. He's done it for everybody. Lil John. Lil John is an amazing producer and he had a, he had a hell of a moment. Jermaine Dupree, his body of work is from Debrat to Mariah Carey and everything in between. So you got to go Jermaine Dupri.
0: Okay. Right. All right. All right. I figured you might, you might go Jermaine. Debris. Yeah.
1: No, you got to go Jay. When, when they were talking about that, uh, doing the, the verses with JD and Diddy, I'm, I was sitting there thinking like, people don't understand how many hits JD really has. Right. Like, he's got hits, hits like pop number one pop chart hits. Like yeah, that would have been a good, that would have been a good verse. Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: I still, yeah. I still can't believe people are really, really sliding Jermaine Dupree when it comes
1: in. I know Diddy's got
0: a lot, but yeah. Jermaine has Jermaine decades of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, he's that guy. He's been, he been do it, doing it since I was in seventh grade with Crisscross. Cross. Like, that's that's a long yep. time. I was in seventh Definitely. grade a very long time ago.
0: <laughs> Man, I, st- I still listen to uh, Live and Die for Hip Hop. I still listen to that song Chris Cross. I still listen to that <laughs> song. But uh, you got, uh, this, this one's uh, for Atlanta here. Deion Sanders or Dominique Wilkins? Which one uh, was basically God, represented in no,
1: Atlanta for you, in your opinion? Oh, that's a tough one, man. That's a tough one. I think I think the easy, the easier answer for if you're outside of Atlanta is Deion because Deion put more of a shine on the city, but Deion was only there for four years. I think if you're inside Atlanta and you grew up in that environment, Dominique – I remember when I was a kid, Dominique was that guy. I mean, he was just – Dominique was that dude. Um, I I guess I go Dion just because he kind of brought more from outside the city in, but man, Dominique was Dominique was our I feel like when I was growing up it was uh, Dale Murphy and Dominique Wilkins were like the first two true like I mean obviously Hank Aaron but that was before my time uh, those were the two like true sports stars in the city when I was growing up so uh, Dominique was that guy man.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Let's see. What is more likely to happen? Uh Cordero Patterson seven hundred total yards or Pitts seven hundred receiving yards next year?
1: I think Pitts seven hundred receiving yards. <laughs> I think that uh I I don't know I don't know where Patterson fits in right now. This is gonna be interesting to watch just because Tyler Algiers got towards the end of the year was getting more of the carries and, and carrying the load and now you got Bijan Robinson in there and you also have to get the ball to Pitts in London. Uh I, I think I think it's Kyle Pitts okay all right all right all right i got a good one for you now bone crushers never
0: scared or them franchise boys lean with it rock with it you gotta pick one song
1: bone crusher never scared 100 times over 100 (laughs) times over lean with it Rock With it was cool it was a moment never scared was was bone crusher t.i and killer mike and I just remember, I remember playing that record in the club, like lean with it, rock with it. it. was cool. Everybody would do the dance. It is what it is. You can still play that record now and people will still do that dance. Uh, but, but never scared was like, a, a, it's something I hadn't seen before. Like it was just like the biggest record you could drop. So I, I go never scared.
0: Yeah. I definitely love that record, man. Never scared. And the lyrical yeah, content is it. good. All the, Yeah.
1: yeah. T.I. Like, yeah, and the killer Mike can rap. Like that's. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It's a good record.
0: Yeah. definitely man i still remember, look I, i'll still put pop that on every now and then was, yeah you know i had to throw a little atlanta flavor on on, on the yeah. questions this time but this last one i'm wondering it, it i'm wondering who you're gonna pick in this one all right you need a hot 16 andre 3000 or big boy which one are you andre pick?
1: okay no no, no disrespect <laughs> to big boy uh, but I, I love i love outcast it's probably my favorite my favorite group ever uh and, and, and big boy when you listen to him you, you kind of got to listen a little closer but Andre just the way he, he delivers everything it will it, make you drop your jaw so uh, drop your jaw so uh, I go Andre 3000 but uh, that's a tough that's a tough take for me but I go Andre uh, yeah, you know, I go, I, Andre, I almost, I go sure. Andre almost I go Andre almost almost over anybody though so yeah. you know not just big but pretty much anybody
0: well, you know, uh, you know when you're waiting on his uh, verse every time, and when he's talking about an album and the buzz goes out, you know, yeah, you already yeah. know when that stuff happens or when he drops a verse and everyone's talking about it. You know, yeah. he's definitely got to be the guy. So yeah, he's the guy. He's the guy. Yeah. Now, now, yeah. I'm crossing my fingers that you know all this buzz talking about an album is actually for real. But do I believe it? Nah.
1: <laughs> he's chilling with his money, man. I don't right. blame him. Yeah. Right. Right, way. it's
0: almost like it's almost like me believing that uh, you know. No offense to Lauren Hill, but it's almost like yeah. me believing Lauren Hill's gonna show up on time. Man, go yeah, ahead. no,
1: it's not gonna happen. It's not, gonna happen. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Just going to show up an hour late to the Lauren Hill show, and then you only wait an hour, right? There you go. So, there you go. Yeah. And
0: that's the end of the show. Uh, thank you, uh, Dola White, for coming on. Uh, I want to, uh, you know, give you the floor. Tell everything you're working on. Please talk about the podcast, man. Hey, podcast is new back new this episodes,
1: week, man. I swear to God. Yeah, no, it's back this week uh finally i finally got everything settled so the podcast back this week and i'm on one to beat uh every day 3 to 7 p.m if you're in nashville check me out uh if you're not in nashville you can check me out on the iHeartRadio radio app uh and there you go i'm also i think uh doing a happy hour now i'm back in the streets doing a happy hour five to seven at ainsworth <laughs> every friday so check me out there too oh
0: hold on What hold on they said five to seven every seven every friday 5 to 7, yeah
1: Every Friday oh, night, yeah, 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 Well, yeah. well babe, man, I, don't have I to come think with Happy Hour will be longer than that, but I'm only there from yeah. five to seven. All right, be home. <laughs> right, right. I'm old now. I gotta be home. Hey, bro. Uh, and look, man, so, yeah. you know, you know,
0: you, you know, the aches and pains kick in, man. They kick yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you Can't yeah, do the yeah. lane with it, rock with it, and, and the never scared. No, you do all that yeah, stuff, yeah. man. Look, you might end up Go going home. to the
1: hospital. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well,
0: hang on a few minutes after we uh finish up the show, but I uh, want to thank everyone for tuning in uh of course torn afc south is available on youtube hello everyone uh you can also uh find torn afc south on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, amazon radio i Heart radio as well yep find me everywhere now uh also of course if you want to you know follow me on uh ig i'm on there at that's the that's t-h-a underscore general underscore mp you can find me on the, the same um same way under on thread threads as well by the way and then of course if you want to follow me on twitter you can find me at mike patten 82 that's mikepa 82 thank you everyone for tuning in to this episode talk a little atlanta falcons and the afc south the dirty birds versus the afc south on tour in afc south with your host mike patten we're out